Hey everybody, welcome to another night of Walk It Out. My name is Gretchen Cannon, and I'm the community pastor at Grace Church, and I have Jeff with me, special guest. Can't wait for you to know about him. But we are continuing our series on the Eastern Oklahoma County Resource Center. The Lord put it on my heart to just bring some awareness to it, some maybe definition into the community a little more, try to help spread the word and some of those things. So Jeff is the director of the center itself, not really of the organization. And that's something that I think I get a lot of questions about, like, was the EOCRC just the building? And that's what we call it for short, EOCRC, mm-hmm. or is it the center? But you are the director here mm-hmm. of the Resource Center. Yes. So tell them a little bit about who you are and um, just how you okay. came to be here. Okay. All of that, huh? <laughs> yeah, okay. all well, the fun. with who I am, uh, Jeff Catron, like, like uh, Gretchen announced. So I, I uh, retired from Tinker Air Force Base after 34 years of service and uh, just... Uh, was kind of looking for what what to do next, and, and the Lord pointed me in this mm-hmm. direction. Um, a little more about me, other than you know, I'm from Tinker. I've got a, a great family, uh, wife Lisa, and two children, and five grandchildren now. Uh, the youngest just born uh, this past yeah. week, so we've got Oakley Joe added to our family, and so fun. Uh, so uh, that's the Catron clan here here in Choctaw. Uh, we've lived here most of our lives, uh, you know, at least since since uh, I graduated from from uh, Oklahoma State, me and my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Go and folks, so, right? <laughs> uh, so we're big Pokes and Sooners fans. We're, we're, we're a family that, that's not divided over that. We You're too kind. You have to no, love them both. No, they're, they're both great. They're both good. Yes, what. yes. Uh, keep sports more interesting if you can. Yes. <laughs> both teams too. Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, uh, we uh, we lived here. We uh, joined Choctaw Road Baptist Church when our son was, I think, three years old. Oh wow! And, uh, and we've been there ever since. Um, loved it. It's definitely had a big impact mm-hmm. upon our family. Uh, just the people of the church pouring into us and our kids. Uh, we see it as a difference maker yeah. in our lives, and and we've just been thankful to God that He put us here. And so, um, so anyway, that's uh, a little bit of the history. I grew up in Eastern Oklahoma, so kind mm-hmm. of Stillwell, Oklahoma, strawberry capital of the world is yeah. uh, where I grew up and and was raised. But. Um, but really excited at this mm-hmm. time of life to be here. Yeah, so, uh, we are excited that you are here. Well, I get to serve as an advisor through uh, Grace Church's team. There's a bunch of churches that make this operation work. Jeff just makes sure we all stay in line and do what we need to do, right? No staying in line. <laughs> there is no staying in line. He has been here on a Friday when uh, a couple of us have been advisories, uh, advisors, so... <laughs> That's probably what he's yeah, talking about. <laughs> but we we just have a heart here to serve our community and coming together as a bunch of churches. But having you here, you came um, a couple of months before the launch of the actual building. The organization's been around for a while, but um, the actual building. And so um, you being director, you really set like the things in motion here. But more than an organizational standpoint or an operational standpoint, why did you give your yes to Jesus to come here and be a director yeah. of this facility, you know? Yeah, well, uh, I guess 
you know, that's just kind of how, how God brought, brought me here. Uh, he, um, he started putting on my heart uh, before I left Tinker that, you know, I wanted to be involved in my church. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I didn't know what it looked like. And so I started talking to the pastor about, you know, what God had put in my heart with and, and the skills and mm-hmm. gifts that I thought he had given me. I thought it was probably to help encourage others to get out in their community and be more involved. And so that was kind of how I was, you know, moving forward. But, you know, about a month before retirement, uh, Pastor Rick said, hey, mm-hmm. what do you think about Eastern Oklahoma County Resource Center? And so <laughs> I started looking. I didn't know what to think. You know, I uh, didn't really have a lot of involvement mm-hmm. prior to, to prior to that time had always had a heart for missions, but this just wasn't one of the missions that I had been mm-hmm. involved in. So uh, like a good Air Force employee, I, you know, I thought, <laughs> well, what's the mission of the organization? Yeah. You know, what, what are the people who are, you know, a part of ELCRC trying to do? And so I, I looked at that mission statement and, and to summarize it, it's basically, hey, we want to serve the people of Eastern Oklahoma County that mm-hmm. are hurting and share Jesus with them. And so, you know, as I as I was thinking about this, you know, the Lord continued to bring me to, to Luke 10 mm-hmm. and the story of the Good Samaritan. And, you know, um, just that question that, you know, the, the lawyer brought to Jesus, which was, mm-hmm. who is my neighbor? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the more I, I read that, the more I got excited about, you know, what EOCRC was doing, uh, because to me, it looked like exactly the picture uh, that, that Jesus gave us, you know, he gave us this second mm-hmm. great commandment to love our, our neighbor as ourself. And I, I think he wanted to clarify it. That's why he asked the lawyer, you know, to ask the question. And then he, he mm-hmm. answered it and he said, you know, it, it's, it's not because of, you know, your geography. It's not the person who's next door to you. It's not because of your race. It's, you know, mm-hmm. because you've got, you know, a Samaritan and likely a Jew who was hurt. And, and those two became neighbors. Um, it's not uh, a situation that is, I'll say, easy to walk into. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There's going to be unknowns and risk. And so anyway, I think, you know, that's just a great thing to be involved in. And then, you know, I was really excited about the fact we were going to do it as churches, yeah. not, not as Choctaw Road Baptist mm-hmm. Church. But this was this was a community that had already been working yeah. together well before I ever came in, and that that made me excited to know, hey, Grace, who's you know our neighbor, <laughs> right? You know? Like literally, <laughs> Caddy Corner, we're yeah, on Church exactly. Corner together. That's right, yeah. we're on Church Corner in yeah. Choctaw, and and you know the Methodist mm-hmm. Church and the Nazarene I mean, Church, yeah. and and the expectation is it's not going to stop there. Right, right. We, are, right. we just want the whole body of Christ to join us here. Yeah because it's just blessing us, you know, it it is is a blessing uh, to get to to do things together. Um, One of the things, you know, along, you know, to tell you why that excited me, I've traveled a lot in the Air Force, and Mm -hmm. one of the things, you know, I really enjoyed doing when I was out and about was to go and just drop Mm into a local church. And, you know, the one thing I picked up from all that is, yeah, it's uncomfortable when you walk in those doors. Mm-hmm. But then once you're there, it's like, man, it, it, they're, they're your brothers and yeah, sisters. And, right. And it's just so easy to yeah. recognize. And it's so cool to know, you know, it was so cool then to know I can walk mm-hmm. in and I can have family in a place where, you know, they've never met yes. me. And, but, but, you know, they had the same heart. Yeah. And so anyway, I knew that that was going to be a great experience mm-hmm. if I got to 
do that kind of every day yeah. here in Choctaw. Yeah. We talk a lot at Grace that it takes more than one good church to win a community. Like yeah. it takes so many of us. And I love how you just talked about like popping into churches. I love to visit churches. I watch a lot of different churches online and even those in the Choctaw area because I want to hear what the voice of the Lord is. Mm-hmm in our entire community, not just what he's speaking at grace. Because when you look at Romans 12 and other scriptures, like we come together to form the whole body. And that's what you're talking about, having brothers and sisters. I loved, I pulled up while you were talking, um, the parable of the Good Samaritan in Luke 10. And that starts in verse 25, if you guys want to go and read the entirety. But I love how you brought up Jesus and um, the lawyer, the the expert in the law, you know having this conversation because I've never even looked at that part of the scripture, but where it's where the expert in the law says, teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus replies back with a question. Well, what is it written in the law and how do you read it? Mm -hmm. Like he puts it back on, like, what do you already know that you, you really already have the answer. And that's what I hear you even saying within you, like the Lord put missions in your heart a long time ago, but he also put community in the body of Christ in your heart a long time ago. Cause you just going while you're traveling and like, I'm going to go visit this church. A lot of people just wouldn't do that, but like he put that in there. So he's like, Jeff to you, Like what is already written? Like the law is now written in our heart as new covenant believers. So like what is already written in your heart? Now go do that. And it it does. It totally is empowering in everything, you know, that, that we need to do. So I love that. Well, um, just talk a little bit about, um, maybe the structure you know, or the logistics. So we're obviously filming this, like we've got green beans and yams and, and soup behind us, right? Lots of tomato soup, (laughs) right? Yeah. Cheryl Cheryl is excited, right? She got back from Hawaii and she's got lots of tomato soup, but, but, um, but what is this place? Like we're in this building now that Um, we came on the scene, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. I'm just guessing it may have been longer, but, uh, started partnering in the Christmas outreach and the school supply drive. And then we did COVID boxes, you know, just different things that, that, uh, the Brown bag summer lunch program, as far as grace church, but there's like, now we've got this building. If you guys don't know, we're behind, um, like Los Tapatios, Charlie's sports grill, like all of those places. But, but what, what happens here in this place? Sure. Uh, so, so yeah, this building, you know, is a blessing first off. I mean, it's just crazy to think this building's paid for by, you know, just the generosity of our churches, Mm -hmm. the generosity of our church members, Mm -hmm. generosity of our community. Uh, it's been, you know, it's just incredible that you walk into a place and it's paid for. Yeah, and, and it's so, nice. If you haven't been here, you need to come by. So so I would <laughs> say, first off, it's just the Lord's blessing to this ministry and just kind of his, you know, provision. Yeah. Um, now, how are we using it? Uh, so what it enabled us to do was to do some things, the ELCRC to do some things on more of a, a full-time mm-hmm. basis with a footprint. And so, uh, and so the first thing we wanted to do was, was to open a pantry. Uh, that was what the board wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So the board had had this, you know, the ELCRC 
uh, governance board had been, you know, planning for a pantry for some time. Mm -hmm. And so once the facility was ready, then then it was just all about, okay, now how do we make use of it? How do we get our, mm -hmm. you know, our teams in place to come and serve? Because we wanted to do this, you know, again, as community, uh, we wanted especially to get our volunteers engaged because to me that is the true resource of the resource center right <laughs> it's not this building right. and it's not this food right it's the people yeah. you know of our churches that have this heart to come mm -hmm. and serve their neighbors they are the resource and so how do we make the most of them uh utilizing this building and also be available to our community um we're still figuring some of that yeah. out, you know, Gretchen. Uh, we we uh, are doing our best. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you for helping us get word out and mm -hmm. get to do this uh, because, yeah, we want people to know we're here to help. Yeah. And, and so that's one of the things, yeah. you know, I would ask everybody, you know, to, to do is like when you have a neighbor who's in need, it's, you know, so easy mm -hmm. just to make sure and point them our direction. We will help them. We will not, you know, right. disappoint you and, you know, in any way, you know, hurt, hurt your relationship right. with your right. neighbor because we, we, we didn't do well. It mm -hmm. is our intention to do excellent yeah. here yeah. in the way we serve. And so that's, that's what we're doing. Right. So what a, does a day look like mm -hmm. here? We're open three days a week mm -hmm. for our pantry. We're open four days a week as far as just, you know, having kind of business hours. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, during a typical day, you know, we're taking donations from mm -hmm. people or bringing in, you know, something that they picked up at Sam's or yeah. they're bringing in blankets that, mm -hmm. that they made, even though right now we're just a food pantry. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure everybody yeah. understands that yeah. food is really uh, the only the thing. high priority for yeah, sure. Just, yeah. Just uh, and distributing. Yeah. Uh, as well as some uh, hygiene items. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so people drop things off. Uh, we'll get to meet with, you know, community folks when mm -hmm. they come in and just ask, hey, what, what is this? Because mm -hmm. this question is common. What is the EOCRC? Yeah. To me, I think it sounds like a home improvement center. You know, there's going to be two by fours in here, but, uh, but it's not. Uh, so we'll take take donations. We will meet clients. Right. If, if uh, there's someone who has an urgent need and they have no food, we're going to help on that day. Yeah. Emergency. But, yeah. but we are the other thing that day when we're helping them was we're going to be scheduling them mm -hmm. to come back because yeah. the main thing that we want to connect them with is the people yeah. of, of EOCRC. Mm -hmm. So once they come back for a second visit or for that, you know, first scheduled mm -hmm. appointment, they're going to meet with an advisor. They're, the advisors are from all the churches. Mm -hmm. They're just, you know, just like you and me. Yeah. They're not pastors. They're not, you know, no training or than like mm -hmm. we had a short class that we tried to, to give them about, just you know, how do you coach yeah. people? How do you, what's it going to be like uh, just to share some tips? But they're just you and me who mm -hmm. are meeting one-on-one -on -one with a right. person who's in need, and they're talking about their situation. They're praying mm -hmm. with them. Uh, they're sharing the gospel when, when, you know, when the time is right and the spirit prompts. Uh, they're talking about the other resources in our mm -hmm. community. Right. Grace Church has been instrumental in coming up with a tool that helps us to know who are other, all the other people in this mm -hmm. community that want to help. Yeah, Shanna. Yeah, yes, Shanna. she's going to be on uh, talking about it. So she, uh, I'm excited. She, she created that for us. She yeah. verified all those those resources, and then she came and trained our advisors. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, uh, you know, it was just a, a huge resource that is enabling our advisors and now our Samaritans. Now I want to talk about Samaritans yeah. a little bit because that that is another 
key team member that, that we we continue to need. Right. Uh, we have advisors here who are meeting one on one. But then the Samaritan is really the, you know, in my mind, it's the key to what we're trying mm-hmm. to do, which is to share Jesus and to hurt those that are help those that are hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, the Samaritan is kind of a, a person who's in our churches. They're not here at the facility. Right. They're, we're going to connect, you know, the person that comes in with the need with that Samaritan. We're going to, you know, uh, ask the Samaritan to contact them, to do follow up, mm-hmm. to uh, know what their situation's like right. and when do they need food next. That Samaritan's going to mm-hmm. help help us get them scheduled. They're going to, again, advise them of resources. They're going to invite them to church. Mm-hmm. They're going to pray for them. They're going to share promises of God that people who, you know, may feel like they have nothing, right. we're going to remind them they do. Right. If they there is got hope. the Lord, yeah. he's got, uh, you know, he's got a storehouse mm-hmm. of promises that yes. they can start to to expect in their life. So anyway, we need Samaritans. And so, you know, would really hope that, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if somebody says, Hey, I can be an encourager and I can come alongside somebody, um, and you can do it in your own mm-hmm. way. You know, there's mm-hmm. not like a formula. You know, that's right. been one yeah. of the things. Yeah. That, that's been a lot of questions from our Samaritans was, okay, you know, what are the rules? Right. Do I, you know, do I turn left, turn right? Yeah. And Just we're care just, for them. Be Jesus. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to point you back to, hey, what did Jesus say mm-hmm. in Luke 10? What mm-hmm. did that look like? And yeah. just, you know, his word, uh, his word, you know, that's that's what, you know, that's what I go to. I'm a Samaritan. I got my first mm-hmm. person uh, about a week ago. And I was like. Is it's nervous, right? Yeah. I mean, here's a person I hadn't met yet. Right. I'm gonna call. You're gonna call cold them, call them, and yeah. I'm just gonna try and engage with them. Yeah. And so, you know, but you know, you just get on your knees before that, and you just yeah. pray, God. You know, I'm gonna try and do right. what you called me. Including in everything and, you do, and you can't go and wrong. You're either mm-hmm. gonna make this work, or it won't be your time, and yeah. you know, just hand it over to Him. But anytime, I think we're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I love his heart for all of this. And just to kind of recap that. And then um, when we talk in our next video, I want you to share even just some testimonies that you've seen here and some of that. But but just to recap, like if you have somebody that, you know, needs help, um, the the towns that we serve are pretty much from Nakoma Park east toward Shawnee. So. Um, Choctaw, Nakoma Park, Cloud, Jones, Hera, Nuwala. Those are, did I hit them all? Luther. Yeah. Um, Those are the communities that we really serve because they're the ones that when the Resource Center organization was launched, they realized didn't have resources. Shawnee does, Midwest City and West does. But right here in this part of eastern Oklahoma County, there wasn't any. And so if you have somebody that you know needs assistance with food or resources, have them call the resource center and um, get in touch and we will set up an appointment. Now, if they have absolutely no food, you need to have them call and you need to have them tell us that so we can get them emergency food and to carry them over until their appointment. They'll come in, they'll meet with one of us advisors. He's a Samaritan, I'm an advisor. We are nice people, both of us, we are nice people. And we're not scary, we we might be a little fun, but we are not scary. But they come and meet with the advisors, we'll ask for some, uh, like what is your address, how many people live in the home, the basic kind of stuff so we know how much food to send with them and how we can help them. And we'll just ask like, 
what brought you here? Like, what's your life situation? Because it may be that we have a resource that we know immediately we can connect them with, and we will pass that information on to our Samaritan. And so we help them, we get them food, we load it in their car, and then within the next couple day or two or three, they will be contacted by a Samaritan, so somebody like Jeff, and he'll just reach out and see how they're doing, um, you know, see what resources they have, share Jesus, the love and the life of Jesus, invite them to things that he knows going on, whether it's at Choctaw Road or maybe within our community that might be able to help them. And then the Samaritan is the connection point for that family through their whole process. So when they need food again or a resource, they contact the Samaritan. Mm -hmm. And the Samaritan says, well, we actually have this resource available to you. This is the information. It's not on them to have to do it all. It's just them to get the information to the people that are in need, which is who we call neighbors. And then if they need food again that next month, then they would contact their Samaritan and they would get in touch with the resource center here at the headquarters and set up an appointment for them to come back in Mm -hmm. and see an advisor and just continue to love on them through this process. And so that's where we are right now as far as the, the weekly and the daily operations. We also have other things that the the organization does that we'll be talking about in other videos, brown bag, Christmas outreach, school supplies, different things like that. So, but this is a great thing. So um, we're going to come back, but will you pray for us? Yeah. And then we'll come back and talk about just like what you've seen the Lord do here. I'll be. Yeah, it will be, won't it? Yeah, it will be. Father, uh, thank you for, thank you for just letting me, uh, be here, Lord, and be part of your work in this community. And thank you, Lord, for resourcing it, uh, mm-hmm. resourcing it, Lord, with your church. You, you know, you you, th- you gave us this model yeah. thousands of years ago that that we would that would would join you and your church, your local church, mm-hmm. and we'd make a difference in our world. And we just thank you that you're making that happen, Lord. And uh, we just pray that you would continue to to provide everything this ministry needs to do what you've called it to do. Uh, we pray that, Lord, you would uh, just embolden uh, all of us, Lord. Yeah. Every one of us needs it, Lord, because it's it's intimidating mm-hmm. to, to step out and to get in uncomfortable situations, Lord. But that's where I think that's where you want us to be. And so we just, just ask that you would bring us to those places, Lord, where we can step in faith, trust in you, and then, Lord, rejoice in your provision and, and the fact that you just do more than we could ever ask or imagine mm-hmm. in these relationships and mm-hmm. in this organization and in our churches and in our homes. Uh, we just thank you for all this, Lord. It's in your name. Uh, we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.